good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, or wherever you are in between. G'day. Lovely to have your company. I'm Sean, and we are reading through the New Testament, and it is quite a roller coaster, and today is no different. Today we touch into the transfiguration, we've got demon possession, we've got Jesus talking about his death, it's, it's all happening. So wherever this finds you, be it at the start of your day or the end of your day or anywhere in between, let's just rest ourselves into this space. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to liven up God's Word inside of us so that as it lands, it lands with a dynamic movement and way of touching what we need to hear and pricking up our ears to the things that really need to touch and and move in our hearts. So Holy Spirit, come and prepare us. Give us fresh ears to hear these things with your potency and your life just blossoming out of this. Let's do it, folks. Let's read Matthew chapter 17. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then did the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. When they came to a crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith. 
Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples are filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon, he asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offence, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. Jesus, thank you for these stories of you. Uh, thank you for the story of your transfiguration. Oh, I love this story. I love how you show your power and that these mighty patriarchs of, of the faith that these men were a part of, they are not even your peers, but they are your creation and they speak with you. And I love how overwhelmed your disciples were as they hit the ground and there's so much terror in them and you respond with this gentleness and you say, do not be afraid. And you show this intimacy and this kindness and your friendship to them despite your incredible power. Thank you for being the God of the universe and the God of our hearts at the same time. And you have a heart that is so focused on the important things. And when things like paying temple tax come to you, you, you come up with this crazy way of, of showing how insignificant and unimportant this is by telling your friend to catch a fish. And in the fish's mouth, there will be what he needs. Oh, Jesus, it's like you make a mockery of the things that we think are so important and you refine our gaze to fall back to you and your holiness, and your provision. Keep our eyes fixed on you, Jesus. As we go through the, the mundane challenges of each day, which don't feel so mundane as we face them, but keep drawing us back to you, back to your vision and your kingdom. And in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen.